watching prohibition fall down. What is up? It is Grow Talk, Dude Grow Show, and today we're going to show you how to grow two pounds in two months of great camp. No, I was just trying to do the infomercial, Scotty. I was trying to like, you like when it, like is, pull them in. Yeah, when is it ready? When are we ready for me to do the Billy May style infomercial? I actually have a, I think it's an ad on Facebook, maybe on Instagram. That's me imitating Billy Mays. And I can only <laughs> yes, imagine. You, do. you know, and you know how they like stalk yeah. you with those ads. They keep on going. I can only imagine like, uh, uh, uh Banner's wife is like so tired of seeing that ad. Because it just targets her because it knows that Banner's affiliated. It's pretty funny. By the way, I don't think I finished. It was going to be two pounds in two months in a two-by-two two tent. Okay? Uh, today, for real, though, what we're talking about is using carbon filters to control smell. Let's get yeah. into a little bit. of This is also about specifically sizing and understanding what size you need for your tent, your room, because there are a ton. You can buy carbon filters for a warehouse. So you need to figure out, get out your calculator maybe, do a little math, Scotty. Um also, special guest today, talking about bag seed or herm seed. We brought in Arasta Jeff from iRigenetics, uh, talked about bag seed, herm seed. Also had a little discussion about uh, what it takes from having a strain to get it to something that's a breeder that you're actually going to sell. Put your name Jeez. behind it. It's really nice insight into the work that goes on, the process that goes on. Um, and little bugs in the grow. Maybe bad. Should I leave it as a teaser, Scotty? Like we're not yeah, going to say what bug it is yet. Sounds like a little nursery story, doesn't it? You know, it's like little bugs <laughs> in the grow. Uh, I will. I will. Uh, all right. This episode, first off, got a little bit of good business brought to you by Real Growers, Scotty. That's Recharge and Grow Dots. I will let yeah. you take it from here, my friend. Dude, look at this plant. Look at this thing. First off, kudos on training. What size container is that? Does it see what that is? Damn, J Grow 74, tight work, man. Tight work. Uh, I don't see if it says what, uh, oh. what what size container, but beautiful. That is beast mode, no? This is a plant, guys, if you're not if you're not watching, stacked on stack where you can see every single flower I see is worth trimming and is gonna bring me weight. So yeah, I'll go with beast mode on this baby. Nice meat and potatoes with the dots. Um, holy shiz. Congratulations at nice. J Grow 74. It's, it's easy, man. It is easy. I want you to try the grow dots. Actually, Banner and I were hanging out this morning and we made an impromptu decision to put the nine plant bundle on sale. So I think it's nice. yeah, 40% off retail. And it's the same thing. It's like getting the 48. Yeah, that's before the 20% off coupon there, Grambo. But coupon croptober, by the way. And uh uh, yeah, man. I think it's like getting an eight ounce recharge for like five bucks with the bundle with the coupon. So yeah, yeah, go nice. for it, yo. You can know, guys, realgrowers.com is where you can find that coupon code croptober. Uh, also Canadians, man, if you need to hook up dudesworld.ca, dudesworld.ca. I got recharge dots and iRegenetics there. Uh, just loaded some fresh iRegenetic fems in stock. And uh, all our DoGrows pros as well. DoGrows.com forward slash pros if you're shopping for your grow. All of our coupon codes are listed over there. And last but never least, DGC producers, Scotty. I got to shout some out. I got Terp Tacos, Birdman Jr., and Barefoot Dude. Right on. I like Barefoot Dudes, I think. Whoa. Hang Sometimes on. So you're a Barefoot Dude. You don't wear shoes that dude. much. Yeah, you are flip-flop dude, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gotta have a barrier. I gotta have a layer of protection. That's like evolution. Uh, 
you know, the evolution of man, barefoot, then to flip flops, then it ends with Rasta <laughs> Jeff. That's it. Just Nike stops there. <laughs> uh, DGC producers, thank you for making the show happen. Uh, go to dudegrows.com forward slash support if you want to check out those deals. If you're listening, got free seeds. Man, the Discord community alone is worth the value. Hanging out on Discord, we've got the Friday happy hour every week, plus just everybody helping everybody out. That's what the DGC has been doing. Growers helping growers. There's all types of different, I think I call them channels on Discord about hydro, organic guys over here. Uh, so it's another great resource for the DGC. Yes. Scotty's offering 30% off Grow Dots and Recharge at all times. And anybody that is a producer, I always say this, not all the time, which is not right to say. <laughs> you like that? I always say this, but not all the time. Uh, stickers. Do grow sticker packs, guys. If you haven't got one, just message me on Patreon. Make sure Warehouse Kyle gets them right out to you. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, you're reminding me, man. I think that a high C and I, high C Banner and I started a sticker company growstickers.com dude <laughs> it was like an idea last okay. week man dude we have all these cool freaking memes and ideas and no it actually wasn't the memes it was the cards remember those cards that matt collins made for us like garbage pale kid cards yeah 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 so we actually made some stickers of those and yeah growstickers.com man yeah we got my favorite growing scotty yeah i'm looking for the i What's wet up? my plants one that's my favorite the idea is to slap them you everywhere, about- man. Grow your own medicine. Everyone comes with a grow your own medicine sticker, maybe two, a little packet of them. And uh, that's where we want you to slap that one everywhere. Am I allowed to say that? You are. Let's get into the show. Let's Come talk on. grow here. Grow Come talk. On. Grow talk. Who's growing yes. some dank out there? We got lilac cookies from Ethos Genetics. Uh, this is posted by Sean Max 420 Garden. So Sean Max 420 Garden says, what up, DDC? Wanted to share some pics of this girl. She's in week eight of flower. Wait, week eight of flower. Five, okay, five-gallon pot with a little worm castings, grow dots, and recharge. And no, we do not just pick thick dank Wow, plants. look at you. Recharge. This, this is dank. This is also watered with uh, Demeter's Destiny and King Crab a few times. I think those are, um, oh, man, what is the name of the damn company? Uh, hang on, Nectar party. for the Gods. Yes, thank you. I was going to say organs only, which is also the same day. Um, thanks, guys, so much. Appreciation for love the show in the community. And thank you. Look at his scrog net, man. I wonder if that's like the grower scrog net style where it's like cargo netting like that you can use over and over, like bungee style. I dig it. Beautiful that looks flowers. Like it. Yo, I just got a random call from Christian from grower scrog, uh, scrog nets, and we're going to hang out tomorrow, smoke some weed. Nice, nice. Anybody can get dank nugs up, guys. Hit them up over on dudegrows.com. And, uh, yeah, love to see what everybody's doing out there. Looking so, good. First girl, what's up? I'm just giving it looking good. The giant thumbs up. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> uh, first girl question. Swell smell to fall haul by space sloth. Right. Sloths are one of those weird ass animals out there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, for real, dude. Yeah, like, right. Like nature's not like, done man. evolving shit, you know? Sloths are in the middle. Says, hey, DDC, I just flipped my ladies in my 4x4 tent. I have an AC Infinity 4 inch fan with charcoal filter attached inside the tent. I have a fan that draws in fresh air. The air vents into my room, and it's in a large bedroom. We have a townhouse-style apartment. I don't know if this helps, just throwing out info. Everything helps a little. It will be at harvest before I know it. 
which is great, right? Well, haven't had issues yet going into a bigger harvest this year. He's got three plants instead of one. So I have concerns my carbon filter can only do so much. I'm looking for something that can mask or eliminate the smell in other places or plants that are safe for cats to mask. It sounds like the cat can be a pain with your plants. Cost efficient is always a plus. Thanks, guys. Stay weird. I'll stay weird. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Yo, there were some good comments. Actually, I asked uh, One Eye Cat Cannabis to throw this up on Instagram as well. And between the website and Instagram, I got to read some of these. First off, Chad Westport. I would trust him, man. Trust him to, to cover the smell. Aromatic foods like curry or bacon work wonders uh, for overtaking smells. I'm sure there's many other choices, too. Man, I never thought of curry. Would you ever think of curry? I think of, I do bacon. Definitely it's, keep man, bacon I, going. I do think of, I wouldn't, but it's true because curry does leave such a strong, like, if I've had Indian food in my fridge, sometimes my, for a while, like even after it's gone, or if you put, you know, some type of curry seasoning in a spice container that you interchange right. out with other <laughs> seasonings, like, yeah, it's it sticks around. Yeah. So. Bacon is excellent, though. Space sloth. I love bacon. Let me some bacon. Yeah, so there's space sloth. But there were some good ones. Instagram seems to be a great place to get comments. Uh, by the way, Ona Gel, Mercine Dream says Ona Gel. That is very popular. It's not like you can eat it like you can eat bacon, though, you know? Let me back up, though. But these, these, are, these are things. So bacon specifically. Bacon is a good one for... Oh shit, maybe somebody's coming over. You didn't know it was going to stay. It's like going to go to the market. You're not obviously going to be always frying up some bacon and shit. I mean, maybe. Yeah, hey, but it's just a five day bacon. You never heard of it? I'm sure there's a bacon diet out there somewhere where you just <laughs> only eat bacon. <laughs> and the other thing with uh, the bacon, like some different types of. Uh, Incenses are nice, but these are just masking for like maybe somebody's coming you didn't know. You might be expecting to get or during a trim party potentially. That's a really stinky time. Uh, Go to the Ona gel. That is something I used to use on and off if I would get to a point in the grow where it really stink. I'd put it on an out, I'd cut a hole in a six inch outtake vent and like put the Ona container up in it. And then you know, like that outtake is definitely going to be covered if you're worried about it in prohibition land. I mean, you've used Ona gel before, right? I have not. I have not. I've always had really good carbon filters and I have gone to the bacon. <laughs> I've definitely gone to the bacon frequently, man. I don't remember the osium, which if you are smoking weed and you have to eliminate the weed smell, that's about the best you can do. I think you guys ever heard of that or use that? Nothing. I'm, yeah, that's the automatic release time release things. Well, no, they have them the way you can just get a spray. They used to sell it at the head shop. It's so good. Right next to their turkey bags. <laughs> no, that shit works like good if you're smell. just trying to get out, you know, trying to get a little dab smell or weed smell out of the air really quick. Um, yeah, I told you about the time release. I used to have those outside my grow. Had my mom over one time and we're silently sitting there while she's probably thinking, God damn, it smells like weed in here. And it just goes and it just fucking sprays out a little mist of osium. Hey, look, Vinny S. I love this one. No need to hide it or the smell anymore here in New York. It's official. Six per person. But the carbon filter worked for me. And the bacon's going to smother everything. But what? Cook bacon constantly for two months of flour? Maybe. Haha. Get to know your neighbors and share. I love it, man. Fly High 89 says bacon. 
Sir Bongsworth just wants you to smoke it all before they found they find out where it's coming from. And everybody is saying the same thing, by the way. It's just joking. Uh, carbon filter, carbon fan and filter. Jew from the beans. Not your neighbors. Hold on. Get to yes. their neighbors and share. Like if my, <laughs> I mean, I, I know my one neighbor. So if he came over and was like, dude, you want some bacon? I'd be like, fuck, yeah. But like, if it was just kind of random, like you're, one of your neighbors just shows up, Scott, and is like, I have bacon for you. Ah, that's weird. awesome. Yeah, I had my neighbor over a couple of days ago, my one neighbor that likes me, and he was talking. <laughs> he brought over some weed. He's like, dude, I got to come over and show you this weed. And he's like, this guy's friend who gave it to him is a big wig at high times. <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, I know how to scroll now, too. So I got Juice nice. the Beanstalk, nice. reverse pressure, uh, proper airflow. I try to let some smell. I try to let some smell out. How are the neighbors supposed to know who the plug is? Mm -hmm. I, love, I told you these are good comments, man. These are good comments. Um, what do you mean reverse air pressure? Elaborate on reverse air pressure. Reverse air pressure. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm familiar with negative air pressure. Negative. You ever have like a, the fans too big and the tent sucks in? And then if you're blowing yeah. air into it, it puffs out. Well, if you're blowing air into anything, uh, even through a carbon filter or whatever, it's going to push air out, you know? So it's a lot harder to keep a smell in. So than to just have a vacuum going. And so just have the uh, air exhausting out of the tent into your carbon filter, or even keep your carbon filter in your tent. Well, let's talk. I like uh, Sylvan Labs says fresh carbon filter and a sealed room does the trick. So let's get a little bit into the uh, nitty gritty on one if a carbon filter means dust back in the day, it meant, hey, or maybe still for some people, this this device could keep me out of jail or keep me out of being ticketed right. or busted. So remember how super important. Remember how big and heavy they used to be, though? Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, I had to like it was like carrying your drunk friend into the grow house. No, you're dead. I think we both so. ran the can can 100s. Maybe you ran a can 150 sometime. Definitely a yeah. two person job to carry in. And yeah, it looks looks a little awkward. If you can roll one of those, you can, you know, the uh, giant CO2 tanks, you just get them rolling. They go right to where they're going. It's the same thing with one of those filters till the stairs. Uh, well, I was oversized, but I see you got some information here. Talk about sizing. How do we know how to size a carbon filter for a grow tent or a room or whatever? Yeah, this is just if you're if you've got a larger room or you're doing something outside of a grow tent. I found this formula just about everywhere, but it just talks about getting the cubic foot of your area and that's length times width times height. Uh, then you multiply multiply the cubic feet by the number of times you want the air to exchange an hour. And so on a small tent, you can think I think they recommend 60 times. So once every minute in a small tent. You want that air exhausting or exchanging, I guess you would say. And then in order to yeah. have that air properly scrubbed, I mean, that can be excessive. There's a lot of variables here, depending on what stage of growth you're in. Vegetative, sometimes you don't even need right. a filter at all, the strains, whatever. But the, the, I get where you're, you're coming up on a basis. And so that gives you the CFM you would need per hour, the, the rating per hour. We don't want that per hour because it's cubic foot per minute. We don't want cubic foot per hour. So you just divide it by 60 and that, that's where you get your CFM. 
So I know that sounds complicated. It probably is complicated. No, it's not that complicated. You can find the formula. I don't know if we're posting it, but online, it's very easy to find that formula. And you just want to properly size it. You don't want to totally oversize your filter because you're wasting your money and it's hard to transport some of those huge filters. And uh, yeah, they're expensive too. So just size it right. It's easy enough to do. Actually, it's easier to do now than ever, bro, because... Dude, they're selling kits. They never used to sell kits. Yeah, they, we've been featuring them before a little bit. The AC Infinity Grow Kits. I got one here because we always preach, you know, people start growing. Get a two-by-four tent. Most people have room in their house somewhere for a two-by-four tent. And AC Infinity has all these kits ready to go, which is the carbon filter fan, light, controller, two oscillating fans, everything. in a two-by-four with coupon code DUDE is going to be like, I didn't even plug it in, but well, well below 600 bucks, which is sweet. What's up? That's insane. I would just talk about that really quick because there's several components in getting the stink out. There is the carbon filter itself. And now because they have a cool setup and they have it up on the ceiling, they're able to keep it in the tent. A lot of times my giant carbon filters, I had to put them outside in area and yeah, it, it was uh, less than ideal. A couple quick notes that are, are important on carbon filtration. Just the basics. Two ways to do it. Scotty liked you're saying that that kit there um, from AC Infinity, which actually you get uh, $60 off of coupon code due to grows, uh, has a carbon filter hanging in the tent. So that's actively exchanging air within the tent. You don't have to do that. Some people have a grow enclosed environment, whether it's a room or their tent. You can have a carbon filter sitting in your grow area or wherever that tent's exhausting as well. I used to scrub, that's called, the, the filter's not exhausting the air out of anything, it's yep. sitting in your grow area and pulling air through it, throwing it out in the environment, and again, that's called scrubbing, not exhausting, and that can work as well. If you're in prohibition land, I like to oversize my carbon filter. I hear you, Scotty, if you, I mean, if you size it right these days, the carbon is, filtration has come a long way, even the carbon and the particle sizes. Get a backup one, though. If it goes bad, there's... I like to say the word variables there. I don't know, man. Maybe there's a snowstorm. Your FedEx guy can't get to you. I don't know what it could be. But when it's bad, it's bad. And if you're getting close to harvest, and again, the option is if it's somebody smells it and is going to call the police on you, have a backup carbon filter. No harm in buying a second one. You know if you're going to continue to grow, you're going to use it. So I say that. I mean, I'm not totally bling. Sometimes I tell people to have a backup LED light, but that's that's getting a little excessive. But a backup carbon filter, man, I think super important. It means it's going to keep you out of trouble. You know, I was doing, uh, yeah, that's true. Thank God that's less and less people. Now it's just, you know, my wife's going to complain if it smells like weed all the time during harvest. That's kind of what I have to lose <laughs> with the carbon filter. Although I will say, man, there's a lot of places in the world where if you've got to worry about giving your neighbors their share. But if people find out you grow weed, man, they can rob you. You know, carbon filters are a good safety precaution as well. Like it. I want to remind everybody, hey, if you guys are liking this, you want to watch us or listen to us, don't forget you can go to Spotify. Just say, hey, dude grows. What's up? Um, also, dudegrows.com always has everything up, guys. If you miss, I don't know. Like we say, we just had Rasta Jeff. Or actually, Rasta Jeff is coming up uh, talking about, man, promoting where we are. Dudegrows.com is a place you can always find us. That just happened. Uh, we tell people that because you don't, when you're not in control of your platform. But Spotify has been great so far. Great video production. Thanks, Grambo. And then I want to thank the DGC producers, man, making it happen. Uh, for real, guys, we could not have this transition work, which is still happening uh, since our new producer, Grambo's come on, uh, losing the YouTube. There's no way we'd make this happen without you guys. So thank you very much. I'm going to give it up to 
Creekleton? Creek, Creek, is that what I got there? Yeah, Creekleton. I'm going to say Creekleton, Scotty. You bring a couple in. <laughs> the AK Spud. I don't know what that means, man. <laughs> and Sativa Dream. I do know what that means. Thank you for being clear, sir. Or ma'am. Uh, hey, dude, so I got a random off. fact, man. I got a random activated carbon fact. You know why the uh, carbon filter works? Because it's got a shitload of surface area to uh, adsorb, to have nutrients, I'm sorry, not nutrients, terpenes stick to them. And what do you think a gram, how much surface area uh, do you think a gram of activated carbon has? If you were to just measure all its flat surfaces and then put them together. Interesting. No, one gram, actum carbon powder, I call it powder, whatever, spread out, like how much surface area. If you were to if you were to go inside all those pores and you were to map the surface of all those pores, so you laid out every area where a terpene or a smell particle could get stuck in. And by the way, when you are uh, exhausting your fan, those are terpenes that are volatizing off. And uh, that's what those those uh Carbon filters are capturing, just FYI. That's why you want your temperature and humidity in check. You're drying. What surface area? I'm curious. 3,500 square feet. 3,500 square feet. That's how many nooks and crannies are in each little, you know, little speck of, you know, particle of activated carbon. Is that like in the lab somewhere? Okay, John, what I want you to figure out today so much surface area is in a gram of this carbon here. Like, and then I guess you got to get out the microscope. Yeah, I've been measuring this for six effing years. All right, <laughs> world's <laughs> oldest grad student. Oh man, I've been thinking about getting a little carbon filter for my son's room. He's at that age; he's seventeen, so it's like just shits everywhere, and he'll throw like his bike gear around, and like, and oh, he just no. every once in a while get that kind of locker room smell. It's like, okay, we need some carbon. That's kind of an insult, boy. isn't it, man? Look, I'm putting a carbon filter in your room, dude. All right, let's just go with it. <laughs> That's great. It'd be a good way to push it back. I can't sleep at night because it's constant winds. Actually, that wouldn't happen. Those fans are pretty fucking quiet. Anyway, let's take it to another grow question. Are you yes. ready? I'm ready, man. Grow ready. question number two here. Number two. We're going to be talking about mini bugs. Mini bugs by Drano. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you. Not sure if these, I'm not going to tell you if they're good or bad yet, but this question is brought to you by shout out to Optic Foliar. Dinesh has got a new product out there that is cool, man. This product, uh, Evios Pest Control. So he has cool products that are used. People get paranoid about when you can use things, whether it's the ATAC or for PM or this, that you can use at any point in flowering. You don't have to be paranoid about spraying it, damaging your pistols. It doesn't have a smell to it at all. It's odorless because I don't like spraying shit on my flowers that smell either. And it's derived from another plant. It's plant derived. It's proprietary. Okay. Because I was talking to him about it. I'm like, come on, man. He's like, dude, it comes from a plant that has created its own like way to deter bugs from it. And he's like, dude, all the bugs, our plants, hate cannabis are all the bugs that like our plants, whether it's spider mites, russet mites, aphids, all that shit. Um, do not like this. You can use it at any time in bed or flowering. So I like this product. Uh, check out Evios, E-V-I-O-S from Optic Foliar, man. Tell your local grow store what's up. And let's get into this question with mini bugs because I think these, you found this, Scotty. These aren't going to be bad here. Uh, says, hey, what up, DGC? Just trying to figure out what these bugs are. I've inspected my plants up and down and can't find 
in, or, and can't find any, only found them stuck to this yellow sticky trap, and they're only on one out of two in the tent. Any ideas? Okay, good point, guys. Run your sticky traps, man. It's a good indicator. <laughs> yep. What are we looking at here? Those are, I've had those before. You got to look at the little, the little head. And then you can tell because those things, uh, they're called springtails and they are harmless to plant material. They feed on fungi and they're called springtails because they boing, they spring up uh, from their butts. Yeah, spring up from the butts. Used to have uh, an infestation of those in a good way on my, yeah, on some plants when I'd water you'd see like a huge population of them on the surface. And then when I'd hand water in, then yeah, they'd all start popping up. Yeah. Maestro hits it, says they're just springtails. They typically eat, they don't typically eat living plant matter, prefer rotting organic matter like dead roots. They can be a sign of overwatering as they love saturated soil. So they actually sell these. I looked, Scott, on how to get these and people that have, um, what is it called? Ter- terrariums? terrariums. Terrariums. Yeah, I thought this was cool, um, man. I found it, uh, Damn it. Now I have to think of your name, man. Grambo, sir. Yes. Uh, do you have this? I, I put up a link here about doodlebird terrariums, man. This is fucking cool. Doodlebird terrariums. Oh, the what are springtails? What are springtails right there? Yes. Yes. This is pretty cool, man. Look, that's a good picture of them. Do you think good, you could uh, pull off a terrarium, Scotty? I don't, it looks cool. Now that I know that they exist, I think, didn't they, terrariums used to come in like cereal boxes back in the day? You get them, have the little make your own terrarium. I don't know, but I remember they had I'll them. I'll give you like a quick, box, little uh, quick definition thing. that I like. I don't know what cereal you're eating. Sorry, by the way, that comes terrarium. <laughs> um, it says bioactive terrarium is a self-sustaining mini replica of a naturally occurring ecosystem, such as a woodland forest. That's cool. It's hard to pull off, man. I don't know if you guys, I try to get things balanced out. Sometimes I had a, if you're a long time listening to the show, dude's fairy garden. I made this like ah. fairy garden shit out of all these living plants. I had it's ladybugs and shit in it, snails. And uh, now that over here, if you're watching the video show, you can see I have my 10 gallon aquarium there, which has a lot of different, uh, I forgot the name of the, the vine plants, very popular house plant that are rooted into the media. I only have about eight fish in there. Um, so it, and I have no, it's open top. I don't have a filtration system. I'm just as, uh, trying to mimic what would be going on in nature, but I have to clean it every day. I have to tend to it every day a little bit. So trying to mimic nature that we do as growers, uh, is as hard as shit as far as not being able to, or having to continually maintain it to play mother nature, to keep it going in a way it's where it's course of growing. Hey, Grambo, will you just give us a working title? Dude's terrarium. Uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is cool. Though. I, on the, it also says, though, tiny organisms like springtails keep mold and fungus at bay. Springtails generally live in the topsoil and leaf litter where they recycle dead plant material, fungus and mold into nutritions that uh, it says they turn fungus and mold into, into nutrients that plants can use as fertilizer. But fertilizing plants, although admirable and beneficial, is not what makes them so prized in terrariums, man. And it's that they keep the mold away. They keep the pathogens away, man. Feed on decaying organic matter in the soil, including molds and fungus, helping with the process of natural decomposition. And when we talk about organics, we talk about those organics needing to be decomposed and made into plant available fertilizer, nutrients. That's a cool pick, man. Like 
So be it's all a good thing before freaking out. Identification is a lesson here. Identify your garden pests. Make sure, you know, you don't. Sometimes I've seen people go after shit with the wrong products, waste money, yeah. waste time, or even try something like this, harm a beneficial thing that's not hurting your grow at all. But keep uh, those sticky traps right going, on. I would say. I don't think you're going to have 100% efficacy uh, with those sticky traps, but uh, keep them going just for other stuff. That's a good practice, even if you're getting a couple of beneficials in there. It's what's sad, though. That's like when you have a sticky trap and you catch something good, like, oh, man, I've seen ladybugs on sticky traps and it's like nightmares. You know what I'm saying? Collateral damage. Hell, I do. That was my TV. <laughs> that was my movie villain. Got Grow Talk question three here. Coming at right. you here. This is that's a good one, actually. Bag seed or herm seed. What's the difference? Oh. Is it good? Is it bad? This is by Ghostface420. And uh, before we hop into it, since we're talking seeds, uh, if you want to avoid, avoid that bag seed and herm seed, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Seeds here now, guys. Seedsherenow.com. Uh, prices are lowered by like 20% across the site. Biggest selection of breeders out there. Uh, coupon code DUDE will hook you up. And don't forget you DDC Pedusas when you sign up to be the Pedusa over on Patreon. You guys get some free seeds from Mr. James Bean over there at Seeds Here Now. So check out SeedsHereNow.com. Uh, an awesome customer service. That's the main point. That's what we like to pick to work with people. They're going to take care of you. So. Scotty, are you ready for bag seed or herm seed with special guests here? What are you, you going to bring in our guests? <laughs> yeah, I can be honest. I started prepping. You know, we've been doing a lot of show prep since Guru's been gone. Really been trying to do a good job answering these questions. And I just, I'm not an authority on seeds. I don't know about herms and breeding. Never been so. So I actually have a friend of mine who was an authority on seeds. And that is Rasta Jeff, brother. What's up? Hey, bro, uh, you called me an authority. I'm already intimidated. I know some stuff about seeds, dude, and I'm excited hey. to be here to answer this question. This is a good one for me. I think we'll knock Listen. this one out of the park together. Listen, man, I've actually studied an authority and an expert and the difference between them. Authority just means people listening about the subject, bro. Oh, well, then I'm an authority, bro. There you go. I'm <laughs> an authority. Yeah. Well, you're going to listen, so that qualifies, right? We're going to authorize you today, sir. You getting authorized. <laughs> All right. Nice. Come on. Hit it, dude. I'll hit it. We got uh, Morning Guys. Been a fan of the show for over a year. A patron for almost just as long. Thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> nice. Learned most of what I know from listening to the show. Started at show one and got to about 650. All right, Jeez. just stop. Just like, stop right there. How much does that drive you nuts <laughs> when you hear that? Because, man, that's like the... I've seen some bamboo videos of me from like 11 years ago today. And I don't know. It's almost cruel, dude. But, man, we've learned so much <laughs> along with y'all in the... Almost 1,400. Think about that, dude. That's 1,400 hours of us pretending to be authorities while honing our craft, man. They got no, to learn it with us. Producer, <laughs> get the, uh, producer Grambo to get a time lapse of us aging <clears throat> since we started the show till now, video-wise. It'd be kind of cool. Wow. Uh, you guys Scotty's do look different. <clears throat> when I look back, I can't believe how different you guys look you look the same but different oh, thanks you're like thanks. it's like weed strains it's all the same but different those most backhanded right. compliment you could have ever given you guys me. are aging like <laughs> wine you're gorgeous <laughs> we're not on track sure. we're not on track yeah yes sir i've been told sil silver fox is the next term i get to so um it says i've never got a good understanding of the difference uh, if any on bag seed or herm seed look should we hit that first yeah what is yeah. Well, hang on. No, you don't want to hit this whole thing because I want to see the situation that he's in. He's in a specific situation. Yeah, I got it. 
So I, I want to know if there's any difference between bag seed or herm seed. I started growing back in 2019 with a seed that was no joke, stashed for roughly 10. Yes, I said 10 years. Now it was that out I of a bag I had on. from good. Wait, that I want to What's stop that? on because. What's the, I have some seeds sitting out, and every now and again, people go, I'll grab them and show them off, and they go, please put those in the fridge. And now, Rasta Jeff, give me the, give me the rundown. How do you store seeds? Uh, I like make sure they're dry. The most important thing is to make sure they're dry. Since I'm a breeder, I've got to get them super dry before anything. So dry, dry, dry seeds. Uh, then I put them in a cool, dry, dark place is mainly the idea. If they're going in long-term storage, they'll go in a fridge. If it's not long-term, I don't refrigerate them. If you are the kind of guy that shows your seeds off to your friends all the time, I don't recommend refrigeration because of condensation. When you put them in the fridge, take them out, put them in the fridge, take them out. Temperature changes will create condensation. Your seeds will get moist and that will ruin your seeds. So if you're the guy that likes to show off the collection, keep them not in the fridge. If you're a stash or a hoarder, refrigerate them. But cool, dry, dark place, uh, mainly in like a a sealed airtight container, something like this. I got the Mylar bags. And then I put all of those in another sealable container. And I keep mine long-term in the crisper drawer in the fridge is the long-term. Uh, the non-long-term, go ahead, dude. It's your turn. I'll call on you. I love it when Rasta Jeff is a guest because he's the opposite of Scotty interrupt us. It's so <laughs> nothing against you, Scotty. Just take note. Quick question. In the fridge means if I'm doing the fridge, the only reason I'm taking them out of that fridge is because they're going to be planted. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because that condensation is going to happen every time you take them in and out. Just think about your soda bottle or your Mountain Dew or your kombucha bottle. As soon as you bring yeah, it out, the moisture yeah. develops on the outside. When you put it back, it goes away. You're doing that to the seeds as well. You don't want to keep doing that to your expensive seeds. We pay a lot of money for the beans. So, yeah, Man, cool, dry, dark place is the main, the main thing. Don't No uh, temperature fluctuations. Try not to go too hot, too cold, and no light. Keep them out of the light also. Got it. Hey, what's the longest you've kept a seed for? What's your record, no, I've got, man. I've got seeds that I made in like 2006, uh, and they're still viable. They still pop. So 2006, 2008 is around when I started really producing seeds, and I still have them, and they still pop. Wow, wow. Okay, I've interrupted. I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring it back here. Just get some more uh, more points on the question. Said so the plant itself was absolutely a super vigorous plant. It was a sensi star. So Whoa, it was more than happy school. with a 2.5. I pulled down, down to the point here. I said, or said plant I found had four or five seeds throughout. Now, keep in mind, this is four or five seeds throughout two and a, a half point five pounds. pound harvest. Yeah. Um, will these seeds be herm seeds? I now have them growing indoor for about two years and would like to see what I can do with this plant inside. With, act, with actually having the knowledge base on how to manage this wonderful plant had helped me control my ADHD I was diagnosed with as a small child. Awesome, dude. I love to hear cannabis is medicine, helping people out. Um, so hey, the main hey, question hey, hey, here hey, is, hey, Will, hey. yeah. You can't say cannabis is medicine, all right? <clears throat> you kicked off the platform, dude. We, we might have, uh, <laughs> yes, we might have another conversation with Ross and Jeff about uh, platforms and things on yes. the next show. But for now, main question is, four or five seeds off this plant, out of two and a half pounds of flour, will they be herm seeds? And, you know, how should he, how should he proceed? Uh, I want to touch on the word, uh, the the idea of herm seed or bag seed. Uh, it's all bag seed. We don't know if that's, we just call that bag seed. It's, we don't know if that's herm seed. It's seed that, can, seed that came from weed. It's just bag seed. We don't know if that's herm seed or not because we don't know if a uh, intersex plant pollinated that or if that plant just pollinated itself for survival. So we just call that all bag seed. 
uh, in my in the breeder realm. That's just all known as bag seed. So now finding out if that if the four seeds out of two pounds, I would not complain about that. I would be excited because for a breeder, for a guy like me, that's excitement. Those are free seeds you get to play with. Uh, with that in mind, they could be anything. They could be the most amazing weed you've ever grown, or they could be completely intersex mutant trash plants. The only way to find out is to grow them, unfortunately, but fortunately, because that's like it's like a pack of baseball cards or it's 2023 magic cards, I guess, or Pokemon cards. You never know what you're going to pull out of there. You could have a, a land or you could have the biggest rare card ever in that pack. Um, something I wanted to mention um, have you ever heard of a strain called uh, Gorilla Glue or Golden Goat or Chem Dog? All of those were bag seed. Those were accidental pollination. And they found, they grew those and they found something tremendous. And those are now staples in the cannabis world and the breeding community. I use Golden Goat as one of my star breeders. Everything has a chem in it Chem 4, Chem 91. Those were all from bag seed. But if you were going to, I understand that, and absolutely you can get a winner. Wasn't Gorilla Glue number four just some weird seed number four? Absolutely, basically of a, yep. of a pack. One yeah. of that got one of Josie Wales' plants accidentally pollinated other stuff, and they pulled seeds out of that. And he grew. There was at least I think there were at least seven because I've seen up to number seven in the Gorilla Glues, and number four was stellar. So they named it Gorilla Glue number four, and that was definitely accidental pollination, which is bag seed technically. So in that case, you would, if you found, if you got four seeds out of two and a half pounds, you would not be afraid to A, plant those, B, breed with them? Oh, I wouldn't. I would definitely grow them two or three times before I would breed with them. I want to identify the traits and see if it's problematic. Gotcha. Of course, but yeah. as a home grower, a personal grower, grow those. Those would be, uh, if it came from good weed. So it sounds like that one seed came from good weed and then it produced even better weed. Those next seeds could be even better. You don't. You have no idea to tell. It could be trash, but you've got the potential of even better weed in there. Yeah, I mean, Jay Maestro nails it, but I just wanted more information. He says, unknown bag seed can be herms, selfed or pollinated by another plant, another male plant or another herm plant. That's kind of what I wanted to get into is <clears throat> if you don't know where that pollen came from, you know, I mean, it's it's a total crapshoot at that point, no? Right. It says, Unless pollen yeah, came yeah. from, yeah. Yeah, right on. Yeah, it's a total crap. And there might not have been any pollen. That plant, uh, cannabis plant, it's like Jurassic Park. The plant will survive. It wants to just reproduce. And if you just do the right or the wrong thing to it, it'll just produce a couple of seeds just to, uh, the whole goal of a cannabis plant is to produce a seed. That's its main goal. Uh, that's why it produces big pistols and it gets, grows taller. That's why the males are above the females so it can drop pollen down on them. So its whole goal is to reproduce and make a seed. So sometimes life will find a way, even if there isn't pollen in the room, it'll just make seeds on its own and not be intersex. You won't see any intersex flowers. Go ahead, dude. A little service announcement. If you guys are watching the show, Rasta Jeff is not on break at his footlocker job. Um, he's a fine, kind of, <laughs> a fine connoisseur collector of, uh, is it Nike, Nike only or? Uh, yeah, I'm a big uh, dunk guy. I like the Nike dunks and the dunk SBs, especially. I do have some Jordan blows up here and some fours, but. Yeah, I'm definitely a dunk guy. Everything, all of that stuff, those are all dunks over there. So, yeah, you have a small down, problem. Pull one of them down and lick them, man, you know? That's how you prove it. Um, well, no, I'm not going to lick any of them. I thought there might be some brand new ones up there that I could lick, but I'm not going to. I'm just kidding. I, I see that, that, that one time. I was like, whoa, man, it's a new world for me. Uh, 
Real quick, if you guys are listening on another platform, don't forget if you want to see Rust and Jeff's shoe collection there, uh, go over to Spotify and to search Dude Grows. You'll find all of our video shows there. Uh, back to the question here. I mean, you did mention I wanted to touch on you would grow something out three, four, maybe five times before you're considering to breed with it. Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. So um, we're talking, I, give me a timeline. It's over, we're almost at a year or more before you can come out with a new um, irogenetic strain. Would it say, a say year, that? So a year before I can breed to it, once I've bred to it, you're looking at a year again before I can release it. I want to grow the plant a bunch of times and identify its problems. Uh, I want to see if I overfeed it, underfeed it. Does it give me intersex traits? If I mess up the light schedule, does it give me intersex traits? Because people are going to give me money for the seeds that I make with it. And that plant is 50% of the outcome. So if that plant's got problems, the progeny are going to have problems. So then I wouldn't even waste my time breeding to it. Because I don't want to take your money for something that you're going to send me an email showing me pictures of all your intersex plants that I gave you. That's that's like the opposite of my goal. That's sure. how I ruin a business is sending you intersex right. seeds. So, yeah. And then and that's where I... Once, uh, oh, go ahead. No, that's it. You hit it. Uh, once I do make the seeds, so if I do select that this plant's a winner and I pollinate it, I've got to make the seeds, which is about 14, a 14, 15 week process of making them, uh, two weeks of getting them out of the plants. Then I have to get them out to testers and they have to grow them. I've got to grow them. The test team has to grow them to identify if the offspring is any good before I sell them to people because I can't just sell them. Uh, we got to run them a bunch of times, different rooms. Uh, hydro, soil, cocoa, indoors, outdoors, wow, good growers, bad growers. Growing. Yeah. So I send 50 packs out to people just to play with before I even am able to sell it. And they've all got to grow it. So now we're waiting another, some people don't even pop them for two months, you know, like I'll pop them tomorrow. And tomorrow means 65 days from now. And then they got to <laughs> veg for six weeks and flower for nine. So it's six months to a year before I even have results of what the seeds I made look like. Yeah. And that's, and I just wanted to touch a, on a that because pricing. I'm, Oh, I'm, yeah, I kind of right there with you, dude. That takes so much work to do. And it's just, you know, we always hear about the difference between a breeder and a pollen chucker. And I think you just explained the difference, brother. Well, thank you, bro. Thank you. It's a lot, of, a lot of thought on selection and then verification and then testing. That's definitely a big part of it. It's the part that gets overlooked. People make seeds and they want their money. And it's like, I need money. I have seeds. But man, those could be, have you test driven these cars you made? You know, they could all crash. You never know. Sorry. Just thinking well, if we analogy. got banned from YouTube for saying pollen chucker. Now I'm second guessing everything. Man. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. I think we nailed it. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you coming on the show today. Oh, we, thanks uh, for having me. So many questions pop into my head as you're sitting here, you know, whether it's store and pollen breeding, and, and these are all different subjects. I want to get you back on um, work together. Uh, as content creators out there, I think it's important love these it. days. Agreed. And yes. guys, if you haven't, Grower questions, get them up on dudegrows.com. Go hang out in that community, man. You put up a grower question. We've got DGC helping out, commenting on almost all of them. Speaking Hell of the producers, yeah. man, I want to shout some DGC producers out. Scotty, I got uh, Colt, Colt 45. This is straight up uh, malt liquor, isn't it? Colt 45? But Colt 40 Feinberg, man. Come on. Nah, <laughs> I got Colt 45. Uh, How about Saul Good? Saul Good. My wife tried to get me to watch that show. It lasts about 20 minutes. It's all good. It's good. I just have a bad attention span. <laughs> I'll take Mayhem Game Bow. 
I got uh, one more, you. man. I got one more, man. I got Irie Genetics. Come on. How can we leave without giving yes. uh, Rasta Ross Jeff himself a proper shout out, bro? I appreciate that, bro. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on your guys' podcast. This is great. I love bringing the community together. So thank you. Hey, do you have any social media yeah, channels left? If so, show them well, up. Right. Uh, my Instagram is still available. I'm Irie underscore genetics on Instagram. Um, the YouTube still exists, but they don't let me post very often. They limit my posting. Uh, the Grow From Your Heart podcast on YouTube. Everything else, check out my website, iregenetics.com. Nice. That's it. That's what we tell people, man. When you can't figure it out, there'll always be dudegrows.com. So iregenetics.com, guys. Get Thank yourself you guys. some quality genetics. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, roll there, guys. Get your grower questions up, guys. Dudegrows.com. That's where you can find us. Find us on Spotify under Dude Grows. I've been trying to come up with ideas, Scotty. Like, okay, uh, you can only see this on the video show. So like, what do we use? Like what type of like, Just, Hey, I, I've been listening to, I've been using Spotify a bunch. Everybody told me I was a Pandora guy forever. And they were like, Spotify, man, you got to move over. You got to grow. And I've been playing with it. I'm actually getting okay at finding music other than nineties radio rock. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, Spotify is so unoriginal. You guys haven't haven't heard they're they're taking on they're they're really doing good things for podcasters and they're starting to allow video feed and i don't know if they're running off of what youtube is doing to people but uh they're up in their game man it's been it's been nice so far i will so, say spotify uh, Oh, so uh, Spotify just, I read the paper these days, all right, man? I subscribed to the New York Times yesterday. It's my new thing. I wake up and I read the Times, dude. <laughs> but Spotify is now expanding into audiobooks. They're going after Audible. But they are very smart how they lay in wait. They watch these people build their business models. And then because they've got all the customer base for music already, they're in, able to jump into these things. They've gone full force into podcasts. They're going full force into audiobooks now. And a very smart company company they and they wait yes don't kick us off spotify just said something nice right i'm gonna give some growers a love yes as, uh soup says as soup the gardener says to some dgc producers uh don't forget producers we got a happy hour man every friday at 4 20 live on discord and then uh, shelby the rolling stoner repost that baby for you guys over on patreon if you miss it catch that show today i got ts dank isaiah blue and you can take the last one scotty reefer queefer i don't know if you gotta i don't know it doesn't sound that bad i guess does it oh she is Okay, let's take it to our grow, man. I got some stuff going on. Bring it. That's just the multiple shit going on in my grow. I'm just going to take it from you. Come you on. Know, so you're just talking about solo cups nah, and real buckets. I tell you yeah. what, I, we're going to have to hit it. Yeah. I got one thing I just figured out about an hour before the show, and I'll share it, man. I'll share it. You first, sir. We're about to ban you from discussing real buckets for a couple weeks. No, 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 no. All right, I got the first off, uh, dude's tent. I wanted to show my babies planted here um, in my three gals. You can run, these are the sub-irrigated planters um, from AC Infinity, and you can run three or five gals on these. You can, I'm running the three gals, so my wicks are a little shorter. Um, oh man, the strain. These are from Kuzma. Sorry, buddy. Oh, here we go. These are uh, sour diesel crossed with latte Larry feminized they just they haven't been in here even a week yet and because i didn't plant them in there i planted them in from something else the nutrition in here you can see the wet spots where i did a little top watering scotty is that yellowing just the camera or are they hungry as hell 
I got, I'm not trying to buzz it's balls. Like, I don't know. It's more, well, two things. Um, they are, when I transferred them in here, they were a little hungry and I needed to one, there was transplant shock a little bit. Uh, they weren't rooted out heavy and I had them in little uh, three inch round containers. And when I transplanted them, the root ball broke, broke apart a little bit. So they got some transplant shock and then two, um, they were a little hungry. So they got hit with both those, but they're totally still, and the light does affect it. You're right. You've called out my grow before the led lights that I'm running three eighty five watt bars from rapid led, uh, are they, it does affect it a little bit, but no, they're not hungry as hell. By the time you see these babies next, they should look great. What's up? Throw some freaking grow dots on there. Just throw a teaspoon on there. I already did, homie. I didn't let me get to it. So there are 75 grams of grow dots in each one of these three gallons okay. um, with, with cocoa. Uh, rocking and that again, uh, I'm top. The way I'm doing it is I'm t- I top watered a little nutrition on right away, sure. um, just because I knew they're hungry I, and it's going to take them just a minute I think to get the roots into that grow dot nutrition. Um, but they, I feel like they're wicking well. I can't just by weight when I lift these up, like they're heavy enough that I wouldn't water them. So I'm gonna keep my eye on them. I believe the idea here. What's up? Do you have a picture of the wicks? I was going through the whole emotional yeah. range of this because that's fine. So the next myself, picture, sip wick. Click yeah. on that. How the um, hell is that going to work? That uh, amount of uh, surface area touching the the five gallon container, three gallon container, and intuitively, or it's counterintuitive because it doesn't look like it's enough surface area to to wick and to wet that whole container. When I pick up these containers, they have enough water weight. If it was a watering day for me, I'd say I'm going to wait to water. And I'm not used to this. I'm learning, too. I dug my hand through an empty cocoa container sitting on Uh one of these for about four days. And towards the bottom, it felt it wasn't like I had just hand watered, but it was it was moist, not super moist. I'm. Oh, I was just going to say, and I was yeah. looking at the wick and then I was thinking about like my real buckets. <laughs> they have a little cup. It's like the size of this cup and it's maybe about a half an inch is sticking into the water. Well, if you take those uh, pieces of rope and coil them up, I'll bet you'd be about the same surface area. They'd probably fill the bottom half inch of my net pot. So it probably is a very similar surface area once you kind of think of... Surface area? I don't know. Overall volume? Learning, man. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I already have a couple times, you know, Cowboy Cup. I'm going out of town. Good. Th- I'll throw that in right now. Come on, DGC. Cowboy Cup. What you got? I got to think about how do I get an Oklahoma accent. Uh, CowboyCup.com. Coupon code DUDE. We're going to have a booth there. Um, man, shit, we got an RV. We're going to be grilling out. Shit. Sunny and Victopia is hanging out. I think she's got a travel trailer, man. So it's going to be a little DGC regional party. Cowboy a lot Cup of people guys, first Friday and Saturday of December. Um, so I'm going to be out of town then. And man, I don't, if I can just zip up my tent and then have my sub irrigated planter reservoir full and know that that takes care of me for a week and the nutrition's in the media, I freaking love it. I haven't grown that easy. I want to try it out. I'm super excited about trying a different method. I get more excited to check my tent multiple times a day to see how things are working versus my, I'm always excited to do that actually. First, you know, some method that I've done over and over again. Last grow talk, I encourage growers, if you're getting bored with growing, there's so many different ways to grow. There's so many strains. Try and mix it up. Have a fun time. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I will say that watering my plants every couple days 
uh, is one of the least exciting and most tedious things that I have to do. That's why I love the self-watering containers. I think you're going to love them too. Uh, when I'm thinking about going to uh, the Cowboy Cup, I'm not really thinking who's going to take care of my garden on, on those days. You know, I know I can mm. just keep, keep an eye the on it. The one thing I question, which maybe you could advise me on, is like I, I really, at certain points in flowering, like to give a full-on hit of uh, Massive as a bloom additive I like from Green Planet. And I want to like water a bit in. Am I going to overwater a sub-irrigated no. planter or is it going to just it. take it and then correct itself? It's just once I, I water it. some in from the top, it's not going to pull as much from the wick because the moisture correct. already in the media. Correct. It's just going to homogenize in that media. And it's the exact same thing that I do with Recharge. Anything that you want to water in on a self-watering pot, you, you just don't do it to runoff. You don't even do it near to runoff. I take two gallons of recharge water and hit nine to 12 plants with it. Just uh, you know, maybe, you know, it's about 32 ounces or something. And I don't know, that might not make sense. Maybe it's a little bit less, 16 ounces, but I'm just hitting it really quick, getting it onto the, onto the root zone and then moving on. Yeah. And those are, if you guys are, aren't watching, they were in rain science grow bags, which I'm stoked on using because they definitely help out. Like it's super hard to overwater. And I wasn't sure if those would wick versus felt like fabric type bags. So far, so good. Uh, do check those out, guys. RainScienceGrowBags.com. Coupon code Doodle hook you up. I love those products as far as air pruning. And one more thing in my grow, Grambo, if you can hit this video for Scotty, um, I was scouting in the grow and just going around doing a video actually for ig and you're what i'm seeing here is a little white spot on the leaf i think i yeah i already zoomed out a little bit or i'm going in but scott you see that little white spot there it evidently obviously does not look like trikes or anything else it's just a tiny bit fuzzy i'm like pm there's some freaking pm man and that's the only spot i could find on this whole plant outside which is a oh, good sign no. i can handle this this is where if you identify pm this quick oh. Uh, this late in bloom, I got like 10, 15 days left. You can get to harvest and you'll laugh at gonna, me here because I, what's up? Are you going to treat it or, or remove it or? Yeah, that's what I'm about to tell you. Yeah. So this is, this is dude's little cute PM bottle. <laughs> I know you'll laugh at this, this, this bottle here I'm holding guys holds like not even half a cup of water, but when you spray it, it's like a real fine mist, almost like um, you're spraying out of a cologne bottle or something. You know? Right. So it's right. nice. I have it in my pocket when I'm scouting the grow. Granted, I have one big plant out here. I know if you're in a huge facility and I don't have a powdery mildew outbreak, I found one little spot of it less than the size of my pinky fingernail. So immediately I sprayed it with this. This is um, ATAC, which is the slightest amount, like 0.1% sulfur, point six percent copper or something does sure. not harm the flower does not Sulfur. harm the pistols and so that's how you get to harvest when you i scout every day now have my little cute bottle here if i see which i haven't again a little tiny dot of pm i hit right. it right there and this isn't curing the problem but it's not it's going to prevent it from fucking up my harvest yes godspeed dude godspeed man powdery mildew sucks indoors i'm curious if outdoors it's much you know it's got other natural competition so it won't be so bad indoors that shit takes over quick it started it first came when and we've talked about this on the show um and i didn't always agree on the indoor grow big temperature swings from day to night it's getting cold here at night now and then during right, the day, it right. still can get, we're talking about up to a 30 degree temperature swing that can happen. Wow. And that's when it started to 
come out a little bit. So that's a good point. If you're outdoor grower, when to start scouting heavy is when you get those cooler nighttime temps, it might prevent itself or present itself. Um, and just scout all your buds, man. Nice. It should be anyway, looking for whatever. So far, I think I'm going to get a decent harvest. I don't think it's going to finish all the way, but shit, I love that. I haven't not gotten uh, a knock on wood. You know, it's not a, it's not a harvest until it's cut down and secured, but uh, it's looking good. It's looking good. What is, is going that on when it's growth? a harvest? Is that when it's a harvest? When it's cut down, when it's dried, when it's cured, when it's hanging? When do you consider having a good harvest? You guess, actually, we're going to take it all the way to the end when it's cured. When you know you have the final product. Because right. shit can go wrong at all steps before that. Yeah, that's the truth. That's oh. the truth. I just had a, a dull moment today. I went to go check on my clones. And when I walked in, the door to my veg was wide open. Somehow I had forgotten to close the door to the veg a couple of days. I know how what I was you doing. You going? Did you just blow through your tank? No, no. It's my veg and my flower are in the same little grow. Got but it. meaning that yeah. uh, my flower was exposed to light for 24 hours. So I screwed up the photo period. I'm at week seven. I think I harvest on the 14th or something. So that's Jesus. Uh, no, I'm sorry. What, how seven, long did it get light the seven, for? The 17th will be eight weeks. And uh, they got light for 24 hours for a day. I remember I was vacuuming and cleaning everything out. And damn it, I went to go dump the vacuum, closed the door and left the, so week the, seven. the edge open. Your your bloom room at week Almost seven week got eight. its night cycle. One twelve hour night cycle mm-hmm. was interrupted by side light coming from the veg. Yes. yes, they're gonna. I think hurt, you're fine, man. I know I'm totally fine, and that's actually the point of it. Is don't freak out, y'all. Everybody makes mistakes. So I'll show you the bud in a couple of weeks, man. It's the beautiful bud, and it's not rocket science, man. As a matter of fact, no, I you freak looking- out when you you have a fifteen minute tab timer. And all of bloom cycle, when you start to realize you have herms, you realize ah. like two tabs were on. <laughs> That's yeah. when you can freak out on yourself. Hey, dude, I will say you, you were uh, nice enough to let me build the Grow Talk show and go look through the questions. I don't normally do that. Normally you do. I saw so many. I was looking for questions. I saw so many people that were having nutrient problems. And when I started reading, it was oh, it was five or six of the same thing. They took multiple recipes and tried to combine them together. And just I can't stress this enough. If you want to have success as a grower, pick a recipe, pick a, a plan and then stick to that plan. Uh, just think of it as like a Betty Crocker cake. If they say use a, a six by nine pan, use a six by nine pan. Don't say, oh, I'm going to make it, you know, whatever. Use a cookie sheet or a nine by whatever the fuck, you know, uh, just really important. It was my public service announcement before the end of the show, sir. My public service announcement is to go check out Dude Grows Clips on YouTube, guys. If you can't yes. handle all this, you can always check out our clips. We've got a clips channel. We're adding to it here. Uh, there's about eight clips over there now, but check it out, man. Dude Grows Clips on YouTube. It's another way to consume the show. And yeah, I agree. It is about time to peace out. Stay higher, DGC. And uh, yeah, have a good eve, Scotty. Have a good day. Have a good morning. Stay baked. Hey, dude, peace out, bro. Peace out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just we.